Hello and welcome to Encore Radio. This is Dr. Laura Murillo, President and CEO of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We're so happy to be here today with so many great guests, including none other than Jeff Reichman. He is with January Advisors. He is the principal. We have had the great pleasure to see so much of his great work that is so important to our Houston economy, analytics, data, and such. He's going to talk to us a little bit about Census 2020. Jeff, thanks for being with us. Well, thank you for having me. Well, first of all, for folks who don't know about January Advisors, let's start there. Tell us about January Advisors. Sure. January Advisors is a data science consulting firm. We specialize in nonprofit and public sector clients, helping people understand uh, the outcomes of the policies that are set and using data to really understand the world around them. Very good. And now it's especially important. People want to see a return for their investment. They want to monetize many of these services that they provide. And so the work that you do is becoming increasingly important, Jeff. Having said that, let's talk a little bit about the role that you all will have with the 2020 census. Absolutely. So um, the census is a real community effort. It's a it's a fantastic mix of all different types of people, all united around a very easily understandable mission, which is to count every single person living in the United States on March 1st, 2020. And that's written into the Constitution, not the March 1st, 2020, but that every 10 years we need to count every person living in the United States. It's, it's very, very clear. And so our community is really coming together to try to reach not only you know, the, the folks who are aware of the census, but maybe the folks who are harder to count, folks who are not aware of the census or might have reservations about uh, filling out that census form. And so it really takes a whole community to come together. And we are fortunate to be able to be part of the conversation around using data to understand how to reach people who are hard to count and how to share the census message with them. Well, that that is so very true. And as you know, the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce is partnering not only with the city of Houston, but Pasadena and the county to make sure that we provide that outreach so people are aware of the census. And you are absolutely right, especially for those communities that perhaps through Harvey and relocating and just a variety of different challenges are the ones that we're especially reaching out to to help them understand the importance of completing the census. Your role specifically is going to try to bring attention to all of this, but we know that Again, some of those challenges include cuts in the budget at the federal mm-hmm. level. It also includes the fact that a lot of this is going to be done online. So that's a challenge mm-hmm. for folks who may not be computer literate, may not have access to computers. And I know in our case, one of the things that we're doing is working very closely with nonprofits and anyone who will listen to say, make sure you're spreading the word about the census. Make sure that people have the opportunity to have some of these centers located where the people are and that it be led by Houstonians who are trustworthy. What are your thoughts regarding some of these challenges? Well, this is clearly an example of do more with less. They've frozen census 2020 budgets at 2010 levels. And to your point, they're asking people to respond online. They're asking people to uh, potentially fill out the 11th question regarding citizenship if the Supreme Court goes ahead and approves that. These are changes to a major survey, a longitudinal survey of our population that has implications in terms of who's going to respond and how they're going to respond. And so what we're really trying to do is is roll with the punches as much as possible and to say, you know, if, if we expect uh, certain populations uh, or certain geographies to respond online, 
Do they have internet access? Do they have uh, digital literacy to be able to do that? We know from 2010 what some of the hard-to-count communities are. And so by using 2010 data and understanding who responded to the census, we can better marshal our resources, meaning the people who are going out and knocking on doors, those expensive um, you know, people who are cutting turf, because that's the most expensive part of the process is the follow-up and making sure that people respond uh, if they didn't respond initially. So what we're trying to do is to ensure that as many people as possible can respond initially, which lessens the burden on the enumerators, the people knocking on doors, and that when the enumerators are out there knocking on doors, that they're knocking on the right doors, that they know that they're going to reach somebody and that they can have a productive uh, interaction rather than just knocking on doors, you know, a, a canvassing an entire neighborhood. They can be more strategic about it. But I think to your point, this presents major challenges and so much is at stake that it's, it's almost overwhelming, but it's, it's heartening to know that so many different and diverse groups care about a complete count and are truly invested in making sure that it happens. Well, and let's talk about that. A lot of people hear census and they tune out and perhaps don't realize <laughs> the economic impact this has and what it means for our region in terms of representation, what it means in terms of infrastructure dollars, what it means to streets, schools, libraries, and such. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about those tangible outcomes and making sure that our area receives federal funding to support them. Sure. So the, the, the first and most prominent is that our political representation is derived from the census count. And so whether or not Texas is going to gain or lose congressional districts depends entirely on who gets counted in Texas. And, you know, every 10 years we redraw our districts, our voting, potentially our voting precincts, but also our city council districts, our state and house and our state senate and our U.S. congressional districts. So depending on whether or not your neighbors respond to the census may depend on whether or not you get redistricted into uh, a district that may not reflect your politics. And so it's extremely important for Team Texas, for everybody living in Texas, that we have representation at the federal level that reflects our total population. And so uh, I think that's one of the main reasons why the community can really come together and fight for the same thing, even if there are some political differences. The other thing that's a little bit more um, math heavy is how much money is at stake. And the way in which we've quantified that is by using a study that came out of George Washington University called Counting for Dollars. And they estimate at the low end that the cost of an undercount, meaning every person who is not counted by the census, and the census does a very good job in the end, it's just very expensive, but there's still thousands of people in Houston who slip through the cracks, who are never counted at all. And what that means is $1,121, it's over $1,000 per person per year, and we're talking about a 10-year time span. So over $10,000 per person uh, we would miss in federal reimbursements for Medicaid and for CHIP. And so it really affects uh, the, the most vulnerable of our populations. And based on our estimate, there was an undercount in, Har- in Harris County in 2010 of about 35,000 people. And so when you do that math, it equals almost $400 million that is potentially missed 
because uh, because of this undercount, and that's just for Medicaid, CHIP, and, and healthcare programs. And it, it you know it has a cascading effect into the disaster recovery funds and how many people are here and how they calculate uh, all of these all of these funding um, algorithms. So it really has a major financial incentive for people uh, for our community to be able to have a complete count because otherwise we're stuck making up the gap and. You know, in, in a state like Texas, Texas isn't really uh, as committed as other states to investing in social services. And so we really do need to make sure that we have the best possible case to the federal government to ensure that we get our fair share of Medicaid and CHIP and some of these other programs. Well, and all of those at the end of the day require funding. And we already know that our region is stretched. Our population continues to grow and so everyone must be counted, which brings up another question that comes up, which is whether or not it's to our benefit that people who are here, perhaps undocumented, should complete the mm-hmm. census. And we know the answer is absolutely, positively yes, because everyone needs to be counted, and especially that population, because we know they're out there, and we know that if they do not complete it, all of us are at a disadvantage. It's, it's very well said. You're absolutely right. Every single person living in this country, whether you're a citizen, whether you're documented or undocumented, uh, has the right to be counted, and it's important to our community to count everybody. And this is not political. This has been politicized in recent years because everything gets politicized today. Yes. But this is really not political. This is constitutional. Yes. And it's written in the Constitution that people need to be counted. And it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or you're a Democrat. It matters that you're living in the United States on March 1st, 2020, period, full stop. That's it. And then all of this rests in the balance, all this federal funding, all of this voter representation, like all of the big issues of our time arrest in the balance of this count. And so I, I really don't know how to underscore it any more uh, plainly than that, that people, whatever your, um, whatever angle that you can get involved in the census, whatever makes you excited about it, whether it's politics or it's social good or any of those things, it's really important to find that thing that you love about the census and to get involved. And now is the time to do it. Well, couldn't say it better myself, Jeff. Thanks. Thank you once again to you and everyone over at January Advisors. We appreciate you being on our program. And on that note, everyone, we'll be right back. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you.